Welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church Boston's online worship service for April 26, 2020. Ours is a spirited spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. I'm Bear Kalesqua, Religious Education Chaplain and Director of Communications for First UU Austin. We know that so many are looking for some form of connection and community in this time of social distancing. Know that you, all of you, are welcome here, loved here, and celebrated here as you are. You're here along with many others in spiritual closeness right now, in this moment, whenever this moment happens for you. We sincerely hope to one day get to meet you face-to-face and greet you face-to-face and welcome you onto First UU's campus as a beloved guest. I would also like to take a moment and invite everyone to uh, our virtual fellowship service after this service on Sunday morning at 11.45 on Zoom. You will find the link in the description box, either below or to the side. Unitarian Universalists come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person. Let us connect our divine sparks now by either greeting one another in the comments or simply by feeling the deep heartstring connections between each and every one of us. One of our most important traditions is to light a chalice. At the beginning of every gathering, it's our outward symbol of the light within all of us. Let us say the words with which we light our chalice now. We light this chalice so that its flame may signify the spiritual strands of light that bind our hearts and souls with one another. Even while we must be physically apart, we bask in its warmth together. Call to worship this morning is from the Reverend Ralph Helverson, a white UU minister who served for many years First Parish, Cambridge. Impassioned clay. Deep in ourselves resides the religious impulse. Out of the passions of our clay, it rises. We have religion when we stop deluding ourselves that we are self-sufficient, self-sustaining, or self-derived. We have religion when we hold some hope beyond the present, some self-respect beyond our failures. We have religion when our hearts are capable of leaping up at beauty, when our nerves are edged by some dream in the heart. 
We have religion when we have an abiding gratitude for all that we have received. We have religion when we look upon people with all their failings and still find in them good. When we look beyond people to the grandeur in nature and to the purpose in our own heart. We have religion when we have done all that we can. And then in confidence, entrust ourselves to the life that is larger than ourselves. community together as an intentional religious community, even when we must not be together physically, is having a common purpose. For First UU, that common purpose is our mission. We say it together every Sunday, and we carry it with us into our lives as we go from worship. Let us say the mission together. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. If you would like to learn more about what we mean when we say beloved community, I invite you to visit thekingcenter.org. Click on About TKC and then choose The King Philosophy.
morning. I'm Kelly Stokes. I'm in the woods near my house, one of my favorite places that I wanted to share with you. One of my favorite things about it is a view down to Lake Austin that I want to show you now. Can you see the lake down there? I like knowing that the lake is still there, even though I can't swim in it right now. Even though I can't go out with my friends to the lake right now, I know I will again soon. I know that it will still be there for me. Today, I have a book for you about wishes. I Wish You More by Amy Krauss Rosenthal and Tom Lichtenheld. I wish you more ups than downs. I wish you more give than take. I wish you more tippy toes than deep. I wish you more we than me. I wish you more hugs than uggs. I wish you more woohoo than whoa. I wish you more will than hill. I wish you more can than not. I wish you more snowflakes than tongue. I wish you more pause than fast forward. I wish you more umbrella than rain. I wish you more bubbles than bath. I wish you more treasures than pockets. I wish you more stories than stars. I wish all of this for you because you are everything I could wish for and more. What will you wish for? assumes that there is one right answer. The second assumes that there are many right answers. If we ask how to answer the second question, we are answered in yet other questions. What should you do when you see another suffering or in need, afraid or hungry? What causes are worthy? What world do you dream of where your child plays safely in the street? There are many such questions, some already their own answer, some unanswerable. 
But when all the answers to all the questions are summed together, no one hears less than this. Love well. Seek the good in all things. Harm no others. Think for yourself. Take responsibility. Respect nature. Do your utmost to be informed. Be kind. Be courageous. At least sincerely try. Add to these ten injunctions this. O friends, let us always be true to ourselves and to do the best in things so that we can always be true to one another. I invite you now into a time of centering and quiet meditation. Together, let us each take three breaths as deep as our bodies will allow. Hold them for just a moment and then let them back out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. One more. Breathe in and breathe out. As we breathe together, let us feel our community around us as they do the same. In the next few minutes, as the music plays, let us speak to God as we understand God. Or let us listen to that quiet voice of our inner wisdom. Or simply, let us follow our breath as it enters and exits our bodies. In this coming quiet time, I invite you to light a candle if you so wish. Maybe a candle of joy or of sorrow, of hope or peace or determination. If you're somewhere where you are unable to light a candle, there are virtual candle lightings online, such as gratefulness.org. There you can light a candle with millions of others and let that digital light shine into this world. Let us now breathe together as the music plays.
My intentional breakup with the God of my childhood really started after my father died when I was 13. I had struggled so long with wanting to believe in some higher being that just didn't exist to me. I knew I wanted to be a chaplain as I became an adult. But at that point, I hadn't yet found a way, a correct way to do that. Because how can you be a spiritual leader when you don't believe in spiritual things? I got that. In my childhood, I had known you years, but it wasn't until seminary that I really discovered Unitarian Universalism. And later, first UU. Now, mind you, this is a Presbyterian seminary, but there are a lot of UU students there, and that helped. When I found first UU, hearing what was being said in the service, paying attention to the frame of it, the tradition, the pattern and practices, that spoke to my little Jewish heart. I heard Meg speak of praying or speaking to God as you understand God or listening for your breath, simply sitting in the silence. And silent reflection, I could do. I had never felt like I was missing out on much when I didn't pray. Why would I pray if there was no one listening? Then came one night, I was talking to a friend of mine over video chat. Coincidentally, I had just finished my pastoral care class for the day and was walking back to my home. He had been diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's, nearly a year before and was losing his ability to speak and swallow. He slurred many words and he was not able to form more fine lip and tongue movements for others. He had made the decision to go through a death with dignity. Knowing my beliefs and feelings about it, he asked me to do something I hoped I would never, ever, ever be asked to do. He asked me to pray for him and his family who were gathered around him. And I froze. What, what would I do? What would I say? But then I began to speak. Okay. I had prayed so many times in my life, but it was always clumsy and heartless. Most were learned repetitions. This time, however, was different. Maybe it was because this involved the end of a life of one of my closest friends. Maybe it was his family's need for some word of peace or some blessing to help them make it through just one more minute of their own pain. Some way that they can release the burden and worry that they carried and put them equally on my shoulders, if but only for a moment. It was just different. I understood that I was being asked to take all they were holding on to and put those feelings into words, laying them at the feet of their God. And that was huge for me. So I did it. But this prayer wasn't mine, I realized. It did not involve me. It clicked that this was how I could pray. I had never been able to pray, like really pray, because in my head, something would remind me that I didn't believe that anything or anyone was listening. But praying with others, 
for them, carrying their gratitude and love and hope and fear and sorrow and anxiety and loss in that moment, someone is listening. Someone does hear. The little voice just keeps its mouth shut. What I say prayer is might get me called a heretic, especially by those who are more devout in this world, but they can deal with it. Not all prayer is the same. The truth is, I don't believe prayer will bring rain to a desert, no matter how hard you pray for it. I don't believe that it will fix a broken body that is failing and fighting against itself, no matter how hard you ask. It won't change the course of politics that protect everyone and everything but the innocent, no matter how hard you ask. But it can bring rain to a soul that has dried up. It can mend, even for a moment, a broken heart. It can instill strength to a will that has been wounded. My breakup with the God of my childhood, the God of my ancestors, has led me to be a more devout believer in prayer now than when I actually believed someone was upstairs in heaven listening away. I hope that maybe, just maybe, there is room within all of us who do not believe for the prayers of others to be felt with our whole hearts when they are given genuinely and out of love. To not fight against it, to try to make it fit our own idea of what is or isn't God or faith. We won't try to force doubt into situations of other people's assuredness. To let prayer just come into our lives and hear the call for change and for love and for humanity within it. For a soft heart, let us have a soft heart and a strong will. I hope we can all learn something when others call upon the divine in the moments they are bereft and also in the moments of pure, uninhibited joy. I am not a believer in anything beyond the ability of humans to care for one another. And for me, part of that comes through a bowed head and clasped hands silent moments, or gentle words. I'm a humanist and a chaplain. I have learned that after all this time, my faith is not about what I believe. It's about what I do for others and myself. My faith says that praying is a gift that can sometimes lessen the pain of those who need it. And my faith tells me that being allowed to care for others where I am able is a gift I was entrusted to carry my whole life. Prayer isn't about calling out and hoping that God will hear it and respond. It is about being able to put to words the hurts that hide deep within your heart so that others may help support you and fulfill your needs. And to that I say, Amen.
Let us now extinguish the chalice, saying the words together as we do so. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we are together again. May the road rise to meet you, a smile always greet you. May our love and joy be always true and strong. And as the sun moves to the west, I wish you all the best. I know we'll meet again before too long. I know this is hard for a lot of you. You're not alone. I empathize with you more than you can know. But we will make it through. Remember, we're distant now, so that when we do come back together, no one is missing. My beloveds, I pray you go in peace. Truly. Amen. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.